Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. Psalm 85, what do we got week after next here? Revival. Uh, the world needs revival. Our, 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 our nation needs revival. Our state needs revival. Our county needs revival. And the First Free Will Baptist Church needs revival. We need revival. It, and it, uh, I, I pray this will be a blessing to you. And it, you know the verse, Psalm 8, 85 and verse number 6. Wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee. Father, we love you. Thank you for the night, for the songs, for these that have come out, what you put on my heart to share with the people. I can't do a thing without you, but I can do all things through you. I pray you fill my mouth and guard my tongue. God, help me be accurate in the scripture. Bless the people with hearts to receive this word, Lord. Let us not be deafened to the word of God. Bless us and help us for your glory and honor. I ask it in my king's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. I just got a couple of thoughts here. Let me let me quickly outline this chapter, if I may. You'll find in the first three verses that this the, the psalmist opens with uh, with praise. Now, if you want to go, if you uh, if if you want a time period for this, it's probably within the time of Nehemiah. Is when they had come back from captivity. They built the temple. They still wasn't rejoicing in the Lord. But when the wall was built, there was a revival broke out when the wall was built. You see that praise for that in the first three verses. The next verses, four through seven, you're going to find a prayer. You're going to find where the people are praying for a specific thing. That's what we need to do. I'm going to speak more to that in a moment. Then you find eight through 13, you'll find the prophecy it's given where the prophet steps out and he speaks to the people on behalf of the Lord. But what I'm concerned with tonight is just that one verse out of the prayer. Wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? The answer is yes. He will revive us again. But he won't revive you unless you want to be revived. If you're if you are satisfied where you are, you'll be where you are when revival is over. But you know, some things happen during revival. Now Jack Laster said things happen at camp meeting that doesn't happen anywhere else. Well, things happen at revival. Not just your, not just your average service when you've prayed for the power of God. Number one tonight, you can't have revival unless you petition for revival. We have to bring our petitions to the Lord. That we have to, we, he has to know in our heart. When we petition the Lord, the Bible said in James 5, 16, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Mark eleven twenty four. he said, Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, ye shall have them. That tells me that if I bring my petition to God and I sincerely ask, 
I can expect him to answer in the affirmative. But if I don't ask, we have not because we A plus class. That's exactly right. Revival doesn't begin. This, this past week down in uh, uh, Smithville in Revival down at Mount Pisgah, one of the older gentlemen come into the prayer room and here's what he said. He said, if we wait till we get here to pray for revival, it's too late. That's exactly right. So I'm reminded of a revival. The first revival I preached with Roger Buck was over at Dooley Street Baptist Church. It's not even a church anymore. But then some of us men got together over there. And I don't know that we was praying every night, but it was every other night. We, it, we were praying a lot. Someone would bring a guitar and we'd just sing a cappella. We'd sing a song and then we'd pray. And, and, we, and we, we, we earnestly, fervently sought the Lord. And, and you couldn't put any more people. Brother Jerry was there. You couldn't. He stood outside one night. You couldn't put any more people in that little bitty church. And, and the, the power of God was manifested. My daddy rededicated his life for that revival. My stepmom got saved in that revival. Been in church. Mary Lou got saved in that revival. Been in church a long time. That, it, the power of God come. Now I'm going to tell you. Was my hermeneutics very good in that preaching? No. Was my homiletics what they ought to be in? No. I was green as a gourd. And I'm telling you, I might have not been exactly accurate or up to date on some of the scripture. And our outlines were, were they were no outline. So there you go. There was no homiletics concerning the preaching. But I tell you what was there. The power of God was there. Why was it there? Because we'd been asking God for a revival. And he sent one. But you can't just show up here and have revival. Cal Ray Evans, one of the best preachers in America. When Cal Ray, Monday and Tuesday night, Cal Ray can't bring revival. Brian Bear can't bring it Wednesday and Thursday. And Dr. Joe Nelson... He can't bring it on Friday. Them guys can't bring revival. You know what they'll bring? Just like I do when I go to a meeting somewhere, they bring the word. Then we hear the word and the word does something to us. But the only way we really have cultivated ground and ears to hear that word and a heart to receive it is if we petition the Lord, tender us before revival. And if we ask him, and we want one. Brother Alex Smith, we can have one. If we want one. So, wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? Yes, I will. If you'll ask me. And not just ask, but sincerely ask me. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we see some people say, Brother Randy said, C.T., I had 45 people saved at his church this morning. 45. Now they run 2,500 people or something like that. It's a very large church. But 45 people come for salvation alone. 45 people. I bless God forever. You know what that tells me? He's still saving people. 
Praise God. There's hope for your lost folk. If we can just get our mind on, it doesn't matter what the, what the ball team does or what the Putin does. What matters is right now. Now it's the accepted time. Listen, we better get them in, friend. If you're a mom and you got lost children, you ought to talk to them, try to get them to come revive. Tell them you won't have to listen to Brother Mike. There's another guy coming. You can listen to him preach. But we need to petition him. Number two, it's not just the petition for revival, but you'll never have this. We've seen this in Nehemiah's day when they was... Before Nehemiah and them got the wall built, Brother Kevin, there was guys showing up. They said, come down off the wall. Come down off the wall. You don't have time to work. And they, they, they was working with one hand and holding a weapon in the other. They wasn't going to come down off the wall. Nehemiah said, I don't have time for you. I'm doing something for God. You know what? Because if you have it, it's more than a petition. There's a price for revival. It'll cost us something to have it. We petition him, and then look here. The price of revival is steadfast action. It's, it's not, it's, and I, I know we quote this verse all the time, but Hebrews 10, 20, 35, 35, 10, 25 says this. said, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. In other words, that's what some's going to do. They're not going to assemble themselves together. As the manner of some is. But uh, look, the Sunday night people for the most part are the revival people. Now I'm not talking about them that can't get off work. I understand, God understands these things. People that had things planned before I even told about this revival. God knows things. There's reasons. There's never an excuse. But if we're going to have it, it's going to be more than a petition. It's going to require this. It's going to, re it's going to cost us something. There's going to be a price for revival. And it's going to require steadfast action. I'm going. I'm going. I've got my mind made up. Five nights, I'm going to be at the first free will Baptist church. Listen, whether the devil likes it or not, bless God, I'm going to church. If it's not steadfast action, you know what will happen? Something will come up and you can't come. You'll have a flat tire on one of your three vehicles. Somebody will have a head cold. One of the times, something will happen to, I mean, it's this way. Something happened to one person, the whole family stay home. Now, I told Josh not to come tonight because Melissa's got the flu. He said, I'm not coming. I said, good, stay home. You might be contagious. So if you got the flu, don't come to revival. Don't come if you got COVID, the flu, strep throat, any of them things. Stay at the house, watch it on the screen. That's what it's for. But if you're just tired, come to meeting. I'm telling you what God does. He honors steadfast. Steadfast action. God honors it. When you don't feel like coming. When you don't feel like coming. I just don't wake up every morning, Dennis, and say, What? Praise God, I feel like a million dollars. 
but I'm a coming. I'm a coming. I suffer from migraine headaches from time to time, and God's blessed me, and they've come out with some new medications, and it's really helped me. And, uh, and I've, I, I had one coming on the other day, and Pat gave me a pill or two. I don't know what it is. She could kill me graveyard dead, and I wouldn't know it. I'd just take whatever she offers me. Will that help me? Yeah, it'll help you. Give it to me. But I was headed to preach revival one night and the flashes started. Some of you that suffer from them know you can't see. It messes your vision up. Everything's doing this out in front of your eyes. I found out I had them by going to an eye doctor. I thought I was going blind. And it messed all my vision up. I couldn't see to read the page. Couldn't see to drive. Couldn't see. And everything's doing like this in front of you. And, and, and I was in the truck and I was already started for the church and it was another county over and all of a sudden Mark it hit me it just starts the pain's not there yet when this starts it's not it doesn't hurt but when that stops you get sick throw up you want to shoot yourself you want to get just get rid of the pain so it's doing this I'm on my way and I can't stop and here's what I said I closed one eye I said God will show me the white line till I get to church if you'll show me the white line don't let me run over anybody I'll go into church and I'll preach, do the best I can. And I drove up from the other county with one eye shut looking at the white line saying, that's dangerous. Yeah, it was. It's about as dangerous to turn around and go home. Oh, I, was, I was steadfast in my action. I'm driving to the church. Gordon Bourne is as sure as I'm standing on green carpet and cowboy boots. I walked up to the door and took the handle of that church, the church door and I stepped inside. Gone. I mean... Right now, I've not took a pill. I've not done a thing. Gone. I preached like a crazy man, and I think we had two saved that night. I got back in my truck. Guess what showed back up? I barely made it to the house. But there's a little while right there that he took that away. There is no other explanation. That never happens, Brother Branch. When those things come, they stay with you till you sleep it off or take enough medicine. And there it is, gone, took it out. Why? You know what? I think I'd have fought that thing for three days if I hadn't been. I know this. Them people, I don't, them people have been saved. You know what? Steadfast action, no matter what comes up. By the way, headaches aren't contagious. Just come, bring you a cold compress if you have to. Lay it over your eyes and just listen. You might be surprised. God might just take that thing away from you. It's going to require, you're going to have to pay a price. It'll require some steadfast action on the part of the people to have a revival. I need it as bad as you. I've been in revival for three weeks. I'm going to preach one more time tomorrow night, and then I'm going to be off till next Sunday. I don't have to preach till next Sunday. <clears throat> I wish we'd have seen somebody saved here this morning. Amen. I thought God's going to save somebody this morning. I thought for sure. Somebody's going to be saved here this morning. But there's a product of a revival. We have to bring a petition. It's going to it'll be a price. But revival produces something. There's some that, go to, that attend this church that's a product of a revival. 
We had over here, first one I ever preached at this church in that old sanctuary, 10-day revival. Somebody was saved every service for 10 days. And most of the time there was more than one. For 10 days, God was saving people. We, we got so that we'd stand at the door and as they'd come get out of their car, if we knew they was lost, we'd say, there it is. They're, the, they're next. That God get them tonight. That's just how sure we was about it, Brother Jimmy. And God produced some things in that revival. Some people still attend this church that was saved in that revival. It does. Here's what it is, though. Here's, here's what revival produces. Spiritual awakening. Now look, we'll have to sincerely ask and it'll require steadfast action. But revival produces spiritual awakening. Paul said now's the time and it's high time that we awake from sleep. And Paul said that in his day. Where are we at today? He said it's high time we wake up, wake up. Wake us, set the alarm clock, let him get us up, praise God. We need spiritual awakening in the church, in my life, in our county, in our state, in our nation. We need a spiritual awakening. Holy Ghost revival. Not manufactured, not made up. You can't buy it. No, the Spirit of God brings revival when we get in the place for revival and desire revival. Kenny Lane's about to start revival tomorrow night. His church down in D. Rossi. It requires these things. I'm satisfied. These things, God gave me these thoughts just immediately when I got home today. He said, you'll have to petition me. You'll have to do it. And then, and then it's going to cost you something. There'll be a price. But I'll produce something if you do. It's, it's, if the soil isn't right, the potato can't, can't grow. Can't do it, Randy. Now, I know. You ever, seen, you ever plant corn and the crow come behind you, yanking her up out of the ground? Huh? Or well, wait till it grows up about that. Just as soon as it peaks up here, they'll come pulling it up and eat the kernel off of it. You know, it's a picture of the devil in the Bible, don't you? Come and snatch the word away. He don't want us to have it. But we need a spirit. If we have a spiritual awakening, here's what it, here's what it involves. There will be salvation of souls. There'll be sanctification of saints. Now I'm not, I'm, I, listen. Is sanctification a position? Yes. But sanctification is progressive. It's not one and done. The, the, the children's song, the adults used to sing it, he's still working on me. That's exactly right. That's what happens. Listen, out in this thing, one of the old uh, Scottish preachers, I can't recall his name, said this. Said, Vic, the victorious Christian life is a series of new beginnings. I agree with that. I agree with that. The victorious Christian life. What does that mean? That means I'm not where I once was, but I get, need to get back to where I was at, and then I need to go from that 
to a step higher. I need another rung on the ladder. I don't need to lower the bar. I need to raise the bar. I need to get a little higher with the Lord. I need to draw nigh to God. But there'll be salvation. There'll be sanctification. And then, and then, and then there'll be service, service from the people. It, it, it'll be a joy. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Restore the joy to me. It's easy to shout when you get close. Bernard Houck has started attending Mount Pisgah Church again. The one former, he was the former pastor of that church, and he's he's attending the church again. And I. I I would to God that he is everywhere I preach. Because I'd say something, and he wouldn't jump up and run around the building, but he would break down into sobs. And he said in the prayer room, God, keep me tender. You know what's wrong with most of us? We've grown hard. There's no tears. We've grown hard. It's, it's, and I know, hey, listen. Talk to me about pressure and things going on. I know there's things going on. Uh, and you know what? There'll be things going on tomorrow. There'll be things going on during revival. And there'll be things going on after revival. But I tell you what we do. We get to the place that he revives us again. The things really don't bother us that much. We just get into a place where we just say, okay. We know who our help I'll lift mine eyes toward the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He made it. If he made it and, and I need help, I think he's capable of helping me in my time of need. Bless God. Matter of fact, Brother Carl, I've proved him about 275,000 times. Glory to God. He's not let up yet. He hasn't run out either. He's got everything in it. He's got everything we need to be revived. We've lost our song, our shout, our testimony. I mean, are you in that place? Former, former works that you was doing, not even come to mind. If that's true, you know what we need? Revival. Revival. I tell you, and, and she's here on Wednesday night. Of course, it, her mom and daddy bring her on Wednesday night. She's here on Wednesday night. But you know what I like about Bella? And there are other sisters too. But Bella's, Bella's ready to sing. She's ready to sing at the drop of a hat. Drop the hat to sing. She's ready to go. Ready. That's how God wants us to be. Ready to go. What do you want me to do? I want you to stand. I'll stand. I want you to be a doorman. I'll be a doorman. 
What do you want me to do? I want you to come and sit in the pew and rejoice in the Lord. Encourage the preacher and the singers as they get up. I, I, I can do that. There ain't nothing like preaching to somebody and they look like they're mad. Because about 75% of the time if they look that way, they are that way. Now, not everybody, but a whole bunch of them are. Revivals stir us in our spirit. Revival rekindles the flame. It, 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 it drives the desire back into us. Sometimes God just has to like force feed us. And but praise God, the Holy Ghost can do it. He can just, he can just put it in you. You ever been sitting in a service and you're not expecting it and just all of a sudden he just covered you up. Somebody says one thing, wham, there he is. He just force fed you. You're wondering, what happened there? He just, he just revived your spirit. He helped you. He wants to help you. But you don't have to. You don't even have to come to revival. We'll, we'll have the services whether you come or not. And you don't have to have a petition. You don't have to pay the price. You certainly don't have to produce any. You don't have to do those things. But God wants us to do those things. There's no time to quit now. I'd like to have preached on Ezekiel 38. I asked another preacher about this and asked him about another preacher I've got a lot of confidence in that is, is a, I consider him a prophecy preacher. I said, does he think Russia and Ezekiel 38, is it being fulfilled right now? He said, he mentioned it in the message the other day. He thinks it's it. All the nations are lined up with Russia that's in that book, in that passage of Scripture in Ezekiel 38. And here we are. I don't even think Putin knows why he's doing what he's doing. He's crazy. But God said, I'll put a hook in his jaw and I'll draw him out of there. In other words, he ain't got a choice. I'm going to make him do it. And watch this. Donald Trump could not have won the, that election no matter how or what because Putin is afraid of him. Just how it is. So now he's bold and he's brave. He shot a missile the other day that carries nuclear warheads from a submarine. It didn't have a nuke on it, but it's the kind of missiles that carries them. It, it freaked NATO out. They said, whoa. He's throwing the big bombs and he's doing it out of a submarine. He's right out here in the water with us. Yeah. We need revival. If they're going to get in, they better get in. Jeremiah, son, you sung the right song. The old boats are coming by. And now's the time to get on board. Come get us a song, Randall. I'm done. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.